Welcome to Lights in the Sky podcast episode 91, we're pretty sure. Casual chat about uncasual things, I'm Luke. And uh, here's Tony in with a confirmation that it is episode 91 of Lit's podcast. You just googled us to make sure I we're 91? Did, I, I did, I, I, I had a goog. Speaking of goog... Um, <laughs> goog? <laughs> uh, Google has a podcast app now. I don't know if you... Uh, you're iPhone, so you might not be uh, iPod able to play. You might not be able to I ha- play. I now, as you're talking about that, I have the, uh, pick it up, the iPod Telephone 10R. This is going to date brand, the podcast. Brand new. Uh, dating the podcast. I'm not dating anyone. <laughs> I'm a committed relationship man. Um, well, I could have a really old iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I could have dug it up from a time capsule. Who cares? Uh, what you, iPhone do you have? <laughs> what iPhone do I have? Yes. <laughs> um, my work iPhone's an iPhone 5. Dating the podcast. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah, I'm happy with that. It must it's be very about confusing if you've got an iPhone 1998. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't use 1998. It. It's top seller, the iPhone five. There's literally been <laughs> there's literally been uh, voicemails that I haven't found until a month later mm. because I just don't use it. Got a crappy case on this. Um, it's chunky. I didn't ask. <laughs> um, well, oh yeah, Google has a new podcast app. And it's really quite it's good. Been putting it in my iPhone 10R. Nice and simple. And the cool thing about it is that it lets you choose a podcast and add that podcast directly to your home screen. So you just go bang. I want to listen to this one, and you're there, and your playlist is so, there. So people want to bang us? Is that what you're saying? No, if they want to. They love lits. They want to bang us. They nice. want to add us to their home screen. They and could bang us. Nice. <laughs> um, didn't sign up for that part. Um, good week. Yeah, had the uh, had 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 the gasman. Oh, gasman! The gasman, gasman came today. Did he have a number plate that's a, a bumper sticker that said "gas grass or ass"? Nobody rides for free. He did actually. Yes, oh, yeah? he did. He called me and said, "I'll be there in seven minutes," and he was here in seven minutes. Was, really? That was really oddly specific. Oddly specific. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So it cost me like three hundred bucks to fix my fire. Is it a, I suppose it's technically still a fire if it's a gas it's fire. It's never worked. So I've lived in this household for uh, five years. You're nearly. asking me? I don't know. It was an inflection. Don't read too much into it. <laughs> Jesus. The inflection is what happens when you put a question mark yeah. on the end of a sentence. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> More of that. Uh, second dimension of yeah, Ron Burgundy but we since we sat down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were, um, saying, you were saying tits McGee. I like the podcast. You don't, so. My podcast. Our podcast. Yeah. No, I'm just not <laughs> yeah. a fan of this podcast. <laughs> the Ron Burgundy podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, give another, give another whirl. But um, yeah, he was all. I was watching on the camera. So I got that camera in the lounge, right? Yeah. And um, I was spying on him. I was spying on That's him. That's a bit weird. As I was on. sitting just just adjacent to where you are on my my laptop doing some workies. Um, and I saw the fire going. I was like, right, obviously it works. So cruised down stairs, and he was like, slowly ventured re- downstairs. <laughs> yeah, you got to take caution on the stairs. Yeah, there's a steep staircase. Mm-hmm. Uh, turned up down there and. <laughs> He said, right, it's working. And I went, brilliant. He was like, it's not so brilliant. Why? Um, he explained that the, like, the fan is fucked. Um, it can't go on the high setting. He's put all this like glue around to reseal it and now it stinks. And to get rid of the stink, you have to have it on the high setting for like an hour. But because I don't have the high setting, I can't put it on the high setting. So now like the whole house stinks. Well, we don't know. We, 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 yeah, we, we had I, a I've, sniff and it wasn't too bad. Yeah, we came to this conclusion because... Um you it was an odd question actually i came to your house let myself in as always as always and headed upstairs oh and i was um upstairs already yeah which normally i'm downstairs so yeah. it was different <laughs> different to important to the story i hope i had headphones in my uh, ear <laughs> my uh <coughs> earpods but imagine going to someone's house and the first thing they say is how does downstairs smell yeah Can <laughs> it's like it's like, like your head and pushed it down <laughs> it's like i haven't showered today so <laughs> just <laughs> 
Just want a sense check. But uh, yeah, you sense didn't have check a of the with testicular it. region of the no, smell. That didn't happen. You didn't. You um, couldn't smell it because you have a poor sense of smell. Yeah. And then I uh, regretted to inform you that um, I also have a poor sense of smell. So <laughs> we're fine with it. It's good for us. And like, I've actually just found the zombie poison incense from the uh, from the Litz Olympics. Yeah, Litz Olympics. That's yeah. in the drawer. So I thought, light one up. I should light downstairs. one up. Light a doob up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that um, that nasty ass zombie poison incense was going to smell better than some sealant. But actually, what was the shop we agreed the smell like? What was it called? Gypsies. Gypsies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see the pink. Like, can you still font. call the shop gypsies in the stand? No. It's travelers right. uh yeah you, you could say yeah non-permanently fixed abode travelers yeah. um i um oh yeah yeah so then so, so we did the, that so the gas man was here yeah so then he dragged me outside and was like okay so your gas set up is complete he's like i nearly swore whoa i was like and you're like easy i'm so glad you didn't <laughs> That was a bullet close, dodged that was a close one gas man it's cool it's like i nearly swore whoa it's like, nah, the people who aren't home next door or over the fence or me upstairs with my music playing would have uh, been so offended. Yeah, they, they would have barely heard him yell out, fudge <laughs> and jeepers. So the freaking gas, the freaking gasman um, was he was quite alarmed by the setup. But yeah, um, he almost swore. I yeah, heard. he almost swore. Right. <laughs> almost. Phil, <laughs> Phil fucking almost swore. <laughs> I absolutely swore. <laughs> Um, and what, yeah, was, what almost drove him to this um, profanity? Well, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just kind of a weird setup. And he's like, obviously somebody here has had a mate who is a, a gasman, like me, Phil. Phil Gasman. Phil Gasman. Here's my card. I'm the gasman. Phil yeah. Gasman. Phil the polite, never swearing Phil gasman. Fill me up, Phil the gasman. <laughs> Fill uh, me up like a bottle. Phil the gasman. <laughs> yeah. Swap me. Swap a bottle. Swap that bottle. Swap that fill. Check fill that the bottle. bottle's expiry yeah, date. Fill the gasman. Phil gasman. Phil said. gasman. Obviously, someone's had a friend gasman. Yeah, had a friend gasman. So it's like, and have done something for him. Like, okay. <laughs> like, okay. It's just like, you know, when they, like, tradies explain stuff to you for far too long and you don't care? Oh, it's either that or it's the opposite. Yeah. Where it's the, they'll give you half the first sentence of a three-paragraph explanation and expect you to guess the rest. Well, if you want to know the full story, the Phil story... <laughs> I do want to know the, the Phil's Phil story, Gasman story. Get Phil the Gasman around. And then went to the kitchen. He's like, right, you're home. <gasps> I just thought of a name for his biography. Phil Gasman, walking on air. Ah. Because <laughs> it's gas. It could be walking on air because he is complaining about how my walk, my <laughs> hob is not suitable for a walk. Well, does he eat a lot of walk food? I was like, to be honest with you, Phil, I never cook. <laughs> <laughs> to said, be honest with you, Phil Gas. I said, I've had Uber Eats three, three nights this week. <laughs> it's not a problem. Yeah. So, But he still wanted to explain it to me. And I'm like, okay, okay, yep. It's not a problem, Phil. I, I don't cook. Yeah. Like, I either... Like, last night for dinner, I made a toasted sandwich. Yeah. Next time I want fried rice, yeah. I'll buy it from yeah. somewhere. The night before that, I had Uber Eats. Yeah. The night before that, I had Uber, Uber Eats. again. <laughs> yeah. So, it's not a problem. Yeah. What I'm tonight, I'm probably going to, like, cook a pizza in the oven or get Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's seriously not a problem. I, I just don't cook. I can't cook. I don't know how to cook. You don't own a wok. Yeah. And then when we were outside, he was explaining about how... About how the gas capacity is very low. I don't have enough gas capacity. And he's like, isn't that just bottle size? Yeah, because I don't have the big bottle. I got the nine kg. Oh, yeah, that is small. It is weird. It is weird. And he's like, but it well, just proves how little you cook. Yeah, I said honestly, honest, to be honest with you, Phil. That's been going since summertime. That's that. That, that is my barbecue. Then I switch it over back onto the uh, onto yeah. here. It just determines where you cook. He's like, inside oh, or outside. He says, probably, but maybe the problem you're cooking potatoes. I'm like, Phil, I've never cooked a potato in my life. <laughs> I've never done it. I've never put potatoes in water and cooked them on the on, on, on the hob. So I'm like 33 and a half years old and I've never cooked a potato. It's such a specific one. He was, really worried with the, he was really worried about the potatoes. It came out several times. I said, Phil, <coughs> again. I'll eat 30, chips. 30, I'll do oven 30, fries. 33 and a half years old. I've never peeled a potato and cooked a potato. It's never happened in my life. Yeah. It's not going to be a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, he was quite he concerned like about that. this. He wouldn't have liked he that. He didn't even listen to what I was saying. He was just concerned about me cooking potatoes. <laughs> um, you're a rice man. Don't worry about it. 
Yeah. So, so oven fries. Like last night when I when I, I cooked, I, I um all, the other night when I cooked food in the oven when I had mm. like fries and stuff. That yeah, was the closest you, I you, came. Would you cook because you couldn't um, get your wok out or boil your potatoes? Yeah. You had to resort to that. I was worried about the uh, the gas situation, <laughs> as advised by Phil. I once lived in a place rock where... Rock out with my walk out? <laughs> yeah. Um, I once lived in a place that had the um, uh, gas stove. Oh, <laughs> funny story. Downstairs. You got a gas stove. Gas, yes. Yeah. Well, it's a hole. Yeah, okay. I had lived in a place that had a gas hole. Oh, please clarify that. It was very and, confusing to our listeners. And followed where the hose went. Obviously, yeah. we needed new gas, so I went to grab the bottle. Yeah. And the hose was literally underneath it in a cupboard. Okay. And I'm like, I don't feel like the landlord... I feel like the landlord has used Phil's mate's mate. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that feels like a bodge yeah, job. It is a bodge job. Yeah. I I'm sure it's highly illegal to have just a 9kg bottle in your kitchen cupboard hooked up to the... Well, Phil wasn't happy with my setup. He said it. that he, if, you know, if he had done that, it would have been illegal. Yeah, well... Warren is going to shut me down when I'm cooking more potatoes. <laughs> he's just now he's going to like say so you go smart guy. I'm going to cook your potatoes now. <laughs> Oven fries as yeah. usual. It's like yep, you are starve on spuds. Brilliant. Um, we did a. Um, you know how we didn't do that Twitter poll. Oh, there's been so many Twitter polls we didn't do. That. <laughs> I don't know which one. Well, you're this about. one um, was a resounding success. Um, oh, did we do it? No, we didn't do it. But we we got uh, feedback from our listeners. I'll let you finish. And um, courteous. And they, because last episode we had a, we didn't go out of our way to have a paranormal tale in this paranormal podcast. I think we ventured that way when we started talking about Land of the Lost for extended Mm. periods. So um, don't know if that's paranormal or just science fiction. Or um, whether that counts. I think we claimed it. We claimed it. We claimed, yeah. we claimed we it. We still did Get Me Some Strange. Yeah, we did do Get Me Some Strange twice, I believe. Double helping. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. People. I don't think we were sure whose turn it was. So people we... enjoyed our... People didn't think we were missing... They were missing too much, put it that way. Okay. Okay. They liked the paranormal, but um, can live without it. So if it's going to make our life easier then we can just do that well a, a paranormal podcast that is has no paranormal content is pretty abnormal or paranormal or whatever <laughs> yeah <then>. that's paranormal <laughs> yeah that's spooky that is um we'll do it from time to time if it comes up um and we <clears throat> tend to be intri- intrigued by well, it anyway which is why we started this yeah, so yeah. it's gonna come up and there's a couple of things um it's like gonna you, happen you, you've watched a doco prove um, it prove it yeah, well earlier today i don't have i don't have the audio file but um yeah i do you'd, I watched you'd have put me under hypnosis i could maybe recall it <laughs> um and i've watched uh tom delanger in a, in a, a ufo documentary i've oh, watched yeah. two episodes yeah um of which i was watching them dodge the online and they kept sending me spammy stuff and i had to restart my computer because they kept asking me to um have sex with girls really and i was like tom, <laughs> tom <laughs> this is a little forward from you just change the channel yeah um okay so it's gonna happen yeah it's we're, yeah we're not not the sex with girls not the sex with girls <laughs> let's clarify that um, well for you maybe well not girls we're not, not going down that plural. road no well no of course you're not you're happily married <clears throat> and i don't know that road i've, I've never been there the i don't get the, the satellite Stop reception going down that road <laughs> i can't go down that road the gps i go towards the road and the gps cuts head i'm like i don't know where i am i'm lost so I watched a documentary on Flat Earthers. So what doco was it? Um, it was the one that's on Netflix called Behind the, the Curve. Curve. Good. Well, I've watched that doco, so... Oh, yeah. Give us a full review. <laughs> this is your segment, bitch. <laughs> no, it's not. We just agreed with you. You bitch. And it was good. It was quite watchable. Um, it was fairly astounding because these people are just maniacs. Yeah. I'll tell you what I think's happened. There's a whole bunch of people that um, have, they actually kind of talk about it in the doco, where if you have a theory and you're, you kind of uh, are so attached to that theory, you start only looking for things that support your theory mm-hmm. rather than things that contradict it. And then the more things you can find that supposedly support your theory, the more you cling to them and your theory builds and grows yep. and you um, start to think you've got all the answers. 
the other thing that i think's happened is um we, we talk about the uh the world getting smaller and um people being more connected what's happened is you can then find enough people <clears throat> that agree with you just by you know statistical um probability that you can now get a get thousands of people in a room that all agree with you and share that same view which then makes you feel like you're not a lunatic to be honest it felt like religion to me yeah it's like they're, they're looking at careful some... who you offend okay but yeah. well i don't i don't care <laughs> i'm gonna say um that it, there's a whole lot of people that believe a whole lot of crazy crazy nonsense but they all get together and think it's fact and truth yeah because they... the, it's like that strength in numbers type mm-hmm. thing right um good characters though i like the sort of budding romance between uh the guy who always wears hats and the girl who has cats <laughs> um yeah it was an interesting guy, Mark Sargent. His yeah, name Mark is. Sargent. I thought it was a Mark. And then there was the like his nemesis, who always thinks that he and oh, that guy's a lunatic. And then like he wanted like all this control. Like, did, like, did you see what he wanted to? He he wanted to participate in the series, but he had to have like fifty plus percent of it. Him, yeah, he wanted X percent creative of the control, Credit, full creative control. Yeah, he's a fucking lunatic. Yeah, the um, he he would just put out these massive rant videos around um i was the one that came up with the theory mark Sargent's here from the cia yeah, um, yeah. who's here to brainwash you all into believing something and and whatnot so um that was interesting but the thing with it is um they they said that well it kind of had that thing of like this mark Sargent guy might be smart enough to say things he doesn't believe so that people give him enough money to keep saying mm-hmm. them but it i'm I also feel like um, that might be giving him too much credit as far as like uh, marketability and is it's like is it one is he a human case of something's gone viral and we know we don't really know why or is it like a calculated product that he's put out there and marketed so that it can continue funding him? He know he knows how to design and mass produce a T-shirt though. <laughs> he's got plenty of those i know that was that was the other I weird am, part i am mark Sargent. see that's what that's what makes me think it's like that calculated marketing angle because he's want, literally wandering around with t-shirts saying i'm mark Sargent and getting photos with people mm. like that's how you get a brand out there is is not to do the new zealand thing where it's like yes i'm famous but i don't want anyone to know me yeah <laughs> you do the other go the other way where it's like I'm kind of famous. I need to get more famous. And how do I do that? I make sure that everyone who has heard of the name Mark Sargent knows that it's me. You know? Because he was even here in this country quite recently. Really? A talk. Really? Yeah. Um, and Where? Um, either he has been or he's on. He's going to come. Because I heard an interview with him on, really? a, on a local radio station. But yeah, yeah. I, I look Mark S A Mark Sargent is one who comes up. Oh yeah. So yeah, he's doing he's doing well for himself. Yep, he's flying around Flat the world Earth doing is, these uh, things. Whole conference in Auckland with speakers. Should we go? <laughs> um, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, Patricia Steer is the one that he may be banging, or they maybe oh, they goodness. tried to bang. Whoa, 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 whoa! Allegedly. Allegedly. I can't get onto your internet. Uh, tickets to the conference cost ninety dollars each, or two for a hundred. What? What? That doesn't make any sense. What? The pricing's all up the up the wall. What the two fuck? for a hundred. Tickets- you pay an extra dollar for your plus one. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> evidently so. Um, so the thing, um- <laughs> an interesting thing that happened after I watched that doco, because uh, the uh, the other thing with it is um, these flat earthers start talking about how they're into science and they buy all these machines that can supposedly support their theories yep. and all the machines do is debunk the theories so then they find a new machine yeah there was a bit of that yeah yeah um uh yeah which kind of supports that theory of you're just going to keep looking till you find the answer you want um but it got me into googling oh. and that's why i want your internet am i gonna have to pause us and you can we can sort out your i don't internet? know why do you want to use my my lappy um, i can hand, i can hand over my lappy if you okay, like cool um so, um so that that conference has already happened by the way um, no. So we can't go, even though we get two for a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we are two. We could have gotten. I know. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like us, us idiots bought two tickets separately, nine dollars each, or a dollar more. Jeez, 
what what a holes. Yeah, so um, he he came to New Zealand. I didn't. Uh, I'd heard the interview, but I couldn't remember whether he had been or whether he was on route. Mm-hmm. Um, so what it, what I did is I googled flat Earth, and that took me down a rabbit hole, and I found a place that it feels like their name is really letting them down, but they could never have seen it coming. Okay. Um, flatearth.co.nz. Okay. I assumed it would be some New Zealand flat Earth society. Oh, of course you would. It's it's like a, um like it's like a like a ground compression company or something like that, is it? No, what? no. It's it seems the name seems unrelated. They do like tours of Wellington. So these are like Lord of the Rings tours what? out of Wellington. It's called Flat Earth and um I thought like an excavation company could be called Flat Earth. Yeah, I let's start an excavation company called Flat Earth. Let's do it. No, Quit your job. They've already taken the URL. Quit your job. <laughs> we'll do dot nz then. <laughs> dot kiwi. Um so, yeah, I got to looking at the uh, flatearth.co.nz and I saw they had Yelp reviews. And I know um, one of your favorite things to do is a Yelp review <laughs> readout. Yeah. So they've been, they, do, they do things like um, they'll take you to Weta workshops, which Weta, for those that don't know, is the people who made all of the special effects and visual effects for Just interrupt the Lord you of the uh, Please uh, interrupt me. Flatearth.nz redirects to testingtheglobe.com forward slash Bible. So we can't get that either oh, for our excavation company. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, I've got to go back now. Yeah, sorry. I've been looking at the Flat Earth. Uh, trying to buy Flat Earth URLs all of a <laughs> yeah, sudden. For our excavation company. It should be a That's a damn website. good idea. It's a damn good idea. Like, um, it's like, oh, your house is a little bit uneven after the earthquake you've had here. Why don't you go to flatearth.nz, which or unfortunately redirects to this Bible page, but we'll, you know. the other It could just be a demolition company. Yeah. Because you reduce your building well, back to well, being flat earth. everything. <laughs> well, it's like hire trailers. I know what it's we like, could do. It's like MC weddings. Like, we why could not do, do tours everything? of Wellington. Do tours of weddings. <laughs> tours of weddings. <laughs> Sorry, I was still thinking about MCing weddings. <laughs> Well, we can MC weddings, do tours of Wellingtons, do tours of weddings. Um, so to do play tours little... of workshops, wetter or otherwise, it could be like you know, like a panel beaters. Your your dad's well connected with automotive stuff. We'll go, we'll, you know, tour a shed. We do everything. <laughs> um, everyone leaves with a zombie poison incense. Oh, nasty. <laughs> uh, Ninety-seven reviews. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Ninety-four of which are. In English and excellent, so five out of five star. Wow, that's good rating. Two reviews are one star, terrible, mm. and one's in Italian. So can't do that one. What's the terrible ones? Why are they so terrible? I knew, I knew you'd I knew ask you'd that. Ask, you knew, you knew uh, ask. It was basically to cut a long story short. They thought it was a flat Earth tour, right? No, no, actually, they WTF expected Mark Sargent and that cat lady, but. Uh, they booked, no. a, they booked a tour and it was cancelled oh. with no notice. Fair enough. <laughs> and apparently expensive. One was in July 2014 and one was in uh, February 2016. Has the, uh, has the vendor responded? They have not. Okay. Um, the other thing with it, though... I like how you're holding my laptop like you must hold your child. Like, it seems very... Like, Sort of like you're going straight into like this parent thing. You're like holding it beside your sort of arm and nuzzling it. I'll just start burping it in a minute. Yeah, I, I feel really reassured. Really <laughs> um, one thing occurred to me though, um, initials for Lord of the Rings, when people use its initials in... L-O-T-R. L-O-T-R. This one is using L-O-R everywhere. Lord of Rings. Which really annoyed me for some reason. L-O-R. In, in capitals everywhere. Um, but anyway, I digress. It didn't happen. <laughs> it totally didn't happen. Um, your Hillary Clintonette still won't let me on. That's weird. The internet. That's forgotten the, Clint- the password. The Clintonet, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't need it anymore. Okay. I, I I just uh, found that. I didn't read the Italian review. Now look at the sexy sparkle here. Franz Joseph Glacier guides. Anywho. <laughs> any, any whom. Speaking of babies... One thing I got up to since our last record. You're not making more babies, are you? <laughs> no. Um, went to a baby expo. And you might think this was just a bunch of babies on display. Like I did. But you'll be sadly disappointed. What is the expo short for? Exposition? Position? 
Ex- you tell me where I'll find that out. Uh, well, it, it occurred to me I found what what could what could be what could be one of the trickiest jobs you'd ever do. Okay. As a male. Exposition. Yeah, right. Exposition. Yeah. Right. Exposure to things. Get it? Um, so at this baby expo, I found um, a... I did you want to go to this? I did you want to go to this? Or did oh, it's fine. It's an outing. I want to know what I'm missing out on if we don't have all the cool baby did stuff. Did you bring the baby to the expo? We did. Good. Did she you just slept all the way around? Sounds like a bit of a waste of time. How much did it cost to bring the baby in? <coughs> It's free. Baby, that's what I'm learning. Babies are free in a lot of places. Isn't like like children up to the age of like two are often free? I think so. I've, I haven't got a two year old, so I don't know yet. Cash in. You got two years to cash what about in. On you got four, Yeah, free till when? Two years. Two years. <laughs> yeah, cash in. What What about all the paraphernalia? Like get on a roller coaster of babies free, yeah. all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I have been uh, uh, tracking a growth chart to see if we can spend her fifth birthday at Disneyland, but. Um, looking like about two centimeters too short. Oh, okay. So we might steroids? have to invest in some shoes. Oh, so um, steroids. Yeah. <laughs> um, grow here, big. Um, the hardest job at the baby expo, yeah, is a male selling breast pumps. Ugh. It's got to be bad, right? Do you know, I bought my sister a breast pump. Did you really? Yeah, for like the second child. Did you? Did you choose it? <laughs> <laughs> No, it was very awkward buying it though because she. I said I'd buy you up. Like, it, is it a baby warming? Is that what you call it? What a baby warming present? Baby shower. Baby shower. Baby shower, not baby warming. <laughs> baby warming. <laughs> I didn't know what Brilliant. it's called. <laughs> okay. And I was like, "What practically do you need?" It's like breast pump. I'm like, "I'm not buying a breast pump." <laughs> and then I think Mama was like, oh, "She needs a breast pump." Just well, that's not on. Spite. I wouldn't expect a sibling to buy me a breast pump. I wouldn't buy you a breast pump. You're not a sibling, but I still wouldn't expect you well, to. You're either. a man as well, so. <laughs> so I bought the breast pump. Really? Yeah. You must be rich. I don't know how much they. I don't know how much it was. You don't know how much it was. Oh, I don't. You just know. got that it's, much money that you don't care. The card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they spent all that's that money what? on that fire going today. <laughs> Stinks, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, i got no kids so money's not a worry at the moment but this guy this look on his face he just he looked like a man who had invested in a business that he could see he would be able to make money out of so an older gentleman that has seen a spreadsheet that has profit and loss mm-hmm. and a, bought a, into a, a business projection of uh earnings and return on yeah and it's a healthy and... investment there's margin and breast pumps clearly yeah. And it never occurred to him that there will come a time where he's at the show with a squishy fake breast on a table showing women how to use a breast pump to manipulate their breasts. Was he like wearing them or was it just on the table? No, no, there wasn't any kind of meet the focus situation. <laughs> that's where I went, that's where my mind went. <laughs> I really went there. But no, I mean, that's got to be a tough gig, right? Yeah. I couldn't do it. No, I don't think so. He must be really... It just occurred to me, that's a decision he's made in an office with a spreadsheet in front of him. Here's how much labor I could save by doing this show myself. I'm going to go do it. And then you get there and you're like, I'm a guy selling a breast pump. So conversely, when I went to the food show, there was a DILF there. Right. Right, And he was gorgeous with his like, like seven, eight year old son selling cheese and all the girls and the gays were flooding the dilf really they were like look at this guy he sells cheese he's got his he's, he's like he's he's got like his cute af son yeah. who's also at manning the till it's like ah oh, harder flutter because he's like a dad with like being a good dad selling cheese killing it i don't know no if- breasts exposed <laughs> in sight but they probably wanted to be um, I don't know if a baby exposed the place to sex it up, though, <laughs> in order to sell things. Well, babies are all about sex. That's what, that's <laughs> what creates not. them. They're not. That's what creates them. Yeah, but that's not, that doesn't mean babies are all about sex. That's, <laughs> the, it's a really weird concept. The whole concept say. of reproduction is about the sex. No, it isn't. That guy, if he was selling cheese and say you know frozen 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 (laughs) sperm he would be nailing it not literally because he's a dad and he's 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 doing his thing but 
He could have had, do you want some cheese or do you want some spunk? <laughs> oh my god. That's it. Conversation and I reckon over. the spunk would have outsold the cheese. No, we're leaving that there. <laughs> um, I just thought it would be a hard gig selling breast pumps to women as a man. That's got to be. It's, yeah. Yeah. So. How do you think he went? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. He didn't look like he was having a good day. <laughs> He's no dilf selling cheese and spunk yeah. at the. He food looked like show. he'd rather be selling cheese and spunk at the at the, um, the, the food <laughs> expo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah who, sure. who, who wouldn't be? That's a that's a that's a dream gig right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else you got? <laughs> Yeah, we really went down a uh, an unusual road. Um, unusual road there. We did. Uh, we did. Oh no, it's too, it's too late. We we talked about a gas man, and when you first said gas man, I asked about whether he had the gas grass or ass bumper sticker, mm-hmm. and it reminded me of a bumper sticker I saw today, which I thought was really weird. It wasn't that one. It wasn't gas grass or ass? Nobody rides for free. It was. I heart brunch. <laughs> what? <laughs> he likes brunch that much. I mean, I'm gonna say like I'm impartial. Like I wouldn't mind a brunch. I don't mind a brunch. I think I actually had brunch today. I don't think I ate until about like eleven thirty. I think I prefer a brunch because of what leads to a brunch. It's like you've had a sleep in. You got a lazy morning. Yeah, those are the bits I like. A brunch just represents well, do you think, that. Actually, is because so I guess I didn't eat until about. Around eleven o'clock today, because I was like, I got up early and started working from home. Mm. That's not brunch, is it? I haven't had brunch. No, that's your morning tea break. Like I had, I just missed breakfast and had lunch early. Yeah, like that's what I did, wasn't it? Yeah. Like I, I think you're right. The brunch is all the experience. It is, it is the, it is the sleep in. It is the, it's lazy morning. Lazy morning. The thing that I've just realised though is that um, I don't like a brunch if it's elsewhere. A brunch at someone else's house or at a restaurant? I don't like that. What? What do you mean? I don't like that because I feel like I'd I've done too much and I'd be too hungry. The effort that I've made to get to somewhere else. Okay, yeah, actually, I think I'm going to be hungry before I get there, and then you get there and you got to still got that weight of like everyone's got to arrive, and then we've got to order, then we've got to wait for things to get to to arrive at my table. I don't like a brunch out. I'm just going to say it. I've had a, I've, I've done at this particular homestead as we are in now, uh, two or three times a, a, a brunch pre a, a beer fest, a wine fest, something like that. That's different because I don't think people are waiting for your brunch to eat. It's I just, think people, it's just a preload. It's just to load your stomach with something. I have, I guarantee you, you people are having a day bre- of intoxication. I guarantee you people are having breakfast before they come to your brunch. What? Yep. I'll, I'm, I guarantee that. I'm a little bit what time is the brunch? Uh, 11? 10? 11, yeah. Yeah, nah. That's just an early lunch. Oh. So, sorry about that. It's feeling a little hard now. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of hard done by. Yeah, nah. There's no way people are getting up at home and waiting till 11 o'clock at your house before they eat. They've got some food people, at home. But They've some people aren't big, aren't big breakfast eaters, though. Mm. Still, it's 11 what o'clock. What do you have for breakfast? Um, depends on the day. Okay, this morning. Um, usually bar. Oh, <laughs> Not really? a big breakfast person. <laughs> <laughs> Are you eating in the car as you're driving to work? No, I wait till I get there because I've got a really good coffee machine at work. So just, I get there before everyone else. So usually bar and a coffee. What time are you getting to work? 7.30 I'll start. That's good. Yeah. That's I'll leave good. home at just before 7. What, what's your alarm clock set for? 6. That's good. Uh, Gwendy B, baby, yeah. has been waking us up at quarter to six. Which oh. I feel ripped off because I don't get that last fifteen. Do you do you find that um, it's a consistent wake up time with the baby? Like, are you always getting up at the same time? Is she sleeping through always now, or is there like it's hit and miss? Um, pretty much. Well, when she was first born, um, it was every four hours. I believe it's pronounced newborn, but. <laughs> when she was first born and new uh it was four hours um so we'd know if we go to bed at 10 we're getting up at two and then again at six um but oh, that sounds so horrible it didn't take long before 
she was sleeping through and so we'd go to bed at 10 and she'd wake up at 6. Okay, okay. It didn't take long. It was surprisingly short compared to other people. Why, why, just uh, riddle me this. Why, why would a baby only sleep four hours? I don't understand that. Because their stomach's too small to hold enough food okay, for well, them to go without. Okay, completely explains the situation and yeah. I'm like, okay. Makes sense, right? But that's, that's a bit rude. Well... It's not their fault. Well, when you think about, I mean, they're they're just developing outside your. So tummy what are you doing? Now. Are you getting up at two with a breast pump and feeding? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Um, quite often because my wife had a couple of surgeries afterwards, unrelated. Um, we would take turns, so baby would have a bottle, and I'd give her the bottle at two. Is the bottle the breast pump bottle? Um, sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes yeah. it's just formula. Have you tried the breast pump on yourself? No. You have. No, I haven't. <laughs> you I tell, promise you that. I've been offered, it. but I absolutely <laughs> turned it down. You've been offered? Yeah. Because um, uh, people are often surprised about how strong the suction is, I'm told. <laughs> so some dads have tried it, but I promise you I haven't. Um, I guess, like, as a dad, like, you know, you're busy, the new, the you know, the wife, the mother can't be, you know, it's like, oh, it's a bit, you know, sex lifetimes, we've been over, child, you're like, well, strap the breast pump on You're just mumbling on. now, no, we'll be able I'm to understand strap, strap the breast pump on me and just, just go wild, you know? <laughs> no, so... Just um, put in the dishwasher after you've done that, please. So in order to, um, you don't do dishwasher, you sterilize it, but, um, so well, in order to... <laughs> you, you want to sterilize it after what you've done to that breast pump. In order to make sure my wife was getting a good sleep, um, she would do the 10 p.m., mm-hmm. and then I'd do the 2, and then she'd do the 6. Was there a published roster? No. It was Vibe. Okay. And it has to be so that it works, because if I was crashing and she wasn't, she could pick up slack. Yeah. If she was crashing and I wasn't, it's my turn. Has there ever been a moment of regret? Have you thought, I wish we hadn't done this? Nope. Not one. Not God, one little I reckon moment. straight away with me, I would have been like... The only thing with I, it is... If, if it had been me, I reckon, like, first day regret <laughs> no it's like shouldn't have done this the thing with it is uh, what you're probably thinking is is the baby screaming being difficult those sort of things no it's more like caring for someone <laughs> like i don't think i have that in me but what it is is instead of looking at that screaming as a bad thing the only time i feel bad is because i can't help because it's like you care so much for the thing the baby thing that instead of being like shut the hell up you're like i wish i could help you shut the hell up it's a different it's a totally different mindset that yeah like i felt i felt that way like on a plane like you know descending ears and for a small child must be hard i'm like i wish that thing would shut the hell up yeah so so now imagine thinking um like flip it on its head and it's total empathy it's like i understand why that baby's sore (laughs) (laughs) it's not but it's gonna make it so that you don't get angry about it you just feel bad and want to help. Okay, well, I still feel... I mean, if I was on a plane and, say, three rows behind me, there's a child screaming. Yep. I'm still going to feel annoyed about it. See, I don't think I would now. Really? I don't think I would. I think I'd I'd be like... I would be on the line of, like, do I offer to help this mother? I would mother be like, why? Father? Why are you here? <laughs> why did you bring that thing with you? <laughs> See, those, those people, people like you, are the reason why I'm like... I don't know if we should go anywhere ever with a baby yeah yeah probably wise <laughs> like don't bring the movie you don't bring the baby to the movies no you don't do like that a, like say a midnight session why would you and it's crying and i'm like have you ever trying- seen that <laughs> or uh have you ever seen it you've never like, seen that no one does that it's like the dad with like a hot tub of like curry like someone's having ice cream <laughs> and the baby is there <coughs> yeah yeah none of that happens um, but people I'm just, do saying, have to I'm just saying that occasionally people bring babies to the movies and have curry and ice cream no, at midnight and I'm outraged by it. <laughs> no, they don't. That doesn't I want to put a stop to it. If I had a political party, that would be what I'd be campaigning against. What about if they had a child's area in a plane? So like they have people like with smoking, people with children, non-smoking, oh, sorry, it would be non-smoking, smoking, child's area. Yeah. Would that work? Yeah, of course it would. Yeah go with that I why think, don't they to be honest though like um yeah, there's no non-smoking you can smoking. take that it's to all your the, work all, and take the credit it's for all, it. it's all non-smoking it's all <laughs> yeah. non-smoking these days apart from, like, apart from the cockpit but like some yeah yeah chinese airlines <laughs> if you yeah 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 uh well, well documented cases of smoking and they completely deny it mm. um like some airlines they ban children in like business class 
Right. Like, I remember... That's probably fair. I remember a few years ago flying San Francisco out of Auck- to Auckland in business class, and there was a child in there, and business class was only about half full, and they moved everybody away from the child mm. because they were so worried that the child might be noisy. But I was on a staff ticket, so they didn't move me. Yeah, right. And, and was the child noisy? Not at all. It's really, yeah. really well behaved. It does happen, right? But if I had paid, you know, five grand to fly business class and yeah. the child was screaming be a little bit pissed off yeah that'd be that'd be a bit different yeah because for some people that's why they're paying yeah they want a good experience and they want they, sleep because they, they want to sleep like in some of these do. people when you fly in business class like that you'll see some people get on the plane go straight to sleep sleep the whole way and then wake up on them they don't, they don't want to eat any food or anything they just want to sleep yeah so if you had a child screaming then yeah it would piss you off do they ask for ages when you do business class no hmm no. So you could be a child. Well, they have like bassinet seats in business class as well, so you can have a child. And that's weird. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Something about like why you want to be a dad. Was it? Uh, I don't know. Um, so, oh, brunch. Brunch. There was something about you despise <laughs> brunch. Well, you like brunch, but you always eat prior to brunch. Or that people who come to my if brunches I, already pre-eat, so I shouldn't try as hard to cook yeah. my brunch. I was going to say other things I had for breakfast, I think, at one point. Um, crumpets, toast, wheat bix Worth mentioning on yeah. the podcast. All really important yeah. things. So we were off last week. Um, yeah. So I went to... Ahoraki Mount Cook. Cloud Pesa. Yeah. 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 Uh, so did that. So first night I did I did a night in um, a little little town at the base of Mount Hart ski field called Methven. Mm-hmm. So in your neck of the woods. Okay, a satellite town. Satellite yeah. town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, turned up at the accommodation and like we were the only people there. Really? Yeah. So you just arrived and there's a wee like letter in the um, like card holder by the door. It said uh, had my name on it and they were like, "Hi, you're the only person here because oh. it's our off season." So just make, make the yourself at home yeah cool. so did that went to the room um started watching i did some tv on had a glass of wine and then there was this oh god i was like why are there people the here? gas man's back <laughs> how did he find us and then I, lo- I looked at my partner and he was like huh hmm? and i was like okay and the door opens oh i'm like what the fuck and he's like oh because he obviously was expecting like no one to be here yeah. It's like, oh, I'm here to I'm here to retune the Sky TV. What? I retune? Like, I was like, did you say retune? Yeah, retune. I was like, you don't tune things these days. It's satellite. I was really confused. I was like, uh, okay, can you give us like five minutes? So I said to my partner, I'm like, this is gonna be really awkward if we're in this tiny wee little room. Oh man, like the studio room with this guy tuning so the TV, good. which I didn't even understand. Yeah. So. We That's w- weird. walked out and then I yelled at him. He was across the other hallway in the other room. I said, look, we're going for a walk. Just do your own. Do your thing. Do your own do thing. Do your thing. So went out and Jordan walked, found there's a wee spa pool. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, come back for that Just later found on. A, found some neighbor with a spa pool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, left about, got about 10, 15 minutes, wandered back. Yep. He was, he was gone. He was gone. Um, so then later on that evening thought we'd go down the spa pool which is mm-hmm. um all good so i thought before we go i'll do we scout down just to see whether it's all turned on and everything as i walk down to the spa pool i walk past the restaurant to the hotel right yeah it was completely pitch black yeah and i was like okay there's no one around that's all all good because we didn't have any togs or anything i was like i'm just going nude nudes <laughs> brilliant <laughs> yeah um so I turned around, went to walk back, and I looked back in the restaurant window, and and there was a man tuning the Sky TV. There was a in in the bar. It was completely pitch black. There was a figure standing mm-hmm. there, yeah, pouring himself a beer. Right. And there was no one else around. I was like, <laughs> fucking shining, like, like fucking haunted bar. Yeah. yeah. It was the spookiest fucking thing, and I turned around again, and he was gone really i was like whoa um turned out it was the um the manager motelier <laughs> who had obviously gone in to have a sneaky beer by himself yeah, grab a cheeky <laughs> get, get away yeah get away <laughs> get away from the muscles yeah um but 
because I, I found that later when he came in uh, when he came into the spa <laughs> we were in there <laughs> and tried to accuse us of not being uh, uh, there uh, not not being people who stay because it's like holiday park across the road right he's like are you staying here mm. like yeah yeah you've got <laughs> like, my money the, already we're the so... only people staying here yeah yeah <laughs> um it's a little bit awkward when you're accused of not you know i was gonna order us out of the spa and again naked <laughs> so yeah. it been very awkward <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but spooky with the mystery man pouring the beer yeah. obviously just trying to get away from the missus yeah enjoying himself in the pitch black uh nearly ordered out of the spa nude would be a bit concerning um and then my partner left like five things behind (laughs) so we had to go back on sunday afternoon after we'd been to mount cook great which is a big big tall mountain you know google google it's it's beautiful it's got snow it's got ice it's got glacier it's got maybe go on a tour yeah from flat earth yeah see if they'll do a tour uh, you had to go back, and they were really friendly this time. <laughs> After being so rude oh, to us, it's <laughs> so bad. Yeah, the thing with being accused of anything is you're put on the back foot, and it's like you're it's like you're guilty until you're proven innocent. The only way that guy was going to believe you in such a way where he would leave you alone is to see a receipt. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> well, I have nothing with me because I'm yeah, naked in a fucking spa. I don't keep them inside my person. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's very few crevasses on my human <laughs> yeah where i'm keeping the receipt yeah yeah i was like room 43a 43a <laughs> did um, you have your, you ever said your key though um well the doors didn't lock you could actually unlock them so you could just leave them unlocked oh clearly because that sky man was able to just come yeah, straight in. Came into the room <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but then what was quite funny we had a few wines in the spa and hot like being really hot and having some drinks man mm, it, it knocks you eh? oh it did yeah so i came back in the room and decided it would be a good idea to climb out the window oh, onto what like was you. a ledge yeah. and pretend it was a balcony yep that sounds it. like something you'd do so i climbed out the window and as i climbed out the window i landed in the middle of a very sensitive area yeah um, it didn't hurt at the time because I had a few wines in the spa. The next morning, and to this day, really? a week later, you might have there done something pain. permanent. Yeah, so if it carries on, there might be a doctor's visit Woo-hoo! to look at this little to, sensitive part to assess your low-hanging fruit. Yeah, um, but I, you know, climbed out the window and sat there with a chair. Great. And partner was like, "It's not going to hold your weight. It's not going to hold your weight." I'm like, "Ah, if I fall, it's just out of the." I uh, would love if he fell through whatever the ledge was like had to explain it missed opportunity though could have been a balcony really missed opportunity yeah i mean it certainly held your weight <laughs> yeah. you just need to um figure out the egress point yeah egress point <laughs> that is non-tester clay um <laughs> speaking of egress i was at a uh, workshop uh meeting type off-site day where we were in um, did you hurt your nuts as well in the city at the um at one of the big banks they have like meeting rooms you can go and use for the day if you're a big enough client and um we got evacuated some some dumb looking kid pulled a fire alarm in in the stairwell and the whole entire building like five floors had to get evacuated and wait for the um fire department to come so that was kind of cool um one last thing just before we go it's a real quick one another pet peeve just popped into my head and it's um over here the way driver licensing works is you do a a written test which means you get your l plates which means you can drive with a fully licensed driver yeah and the passenger seat then you sleep with your driving instructor (coughs) and depending on how good you are they'll either give you you'll go go to your restricted license or go straight to your full yeah that's right restricted means you can drive without these l plates yeah um, so say you're like an you know, average lay, you get your restricted. If you're a good lay, you go straight to your full. <laughs> so a uh, quick pet peeve just before we go, because we've been a while, um, is often people have L plates on that are clearly not a learner driver. I cannot stand it. Oh, So like yeah. parents leave yeah, them up agree, because it's agree, easier. I agree with that. It's easier to um, leave them up than to take them down every time you're no longer teaching your kid how to drive. And it just, it grates me. You should never see an, a car with an L plate with one person in it. No. 
Because to to be a learner driver, you need someone. If in the I was a, seat. if I was a cop, I would pull every person I saw with those up over and ticket them. Yep, I w- it would be my top uh, priority. It's an absolute pet peeve. Like you just take those fucking L plates down. They do not have to be up there. It's so easy to take them down. When I was learning to drive, okay, yeah, you lose the plates up, but you took them down. Mm-hmm. Why leave them up in the first place? Like, is it that hard? Is uh, it that hard? It's not. I agree. Yeah, I brought it up. I yeah. agree with me. I agree with I agree with you agreeing with me, <laughs> and I think we've, we've talked about this before. But how I used to play learner driver, uh, did we? Yeah, I think we have. Where I would I would put L plates up on my car as a fully licensed driver and drive like a learner driver. Oh uh, yeah, I just remember the driving like a learner driver, but I didn't realize there was L plates. Oh, there were L plates involved. They were purchased. Yeah, okay. so they they went up. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones where you drive over the top of a roundabout. All sorts of things. Rather than around them. All sorts of things, yeah. yeah. But again, that was fun. But these people are just, they're, yeah, they're obnoxious people who refuse to take them down. Mm-hmm. And I would be pulling them over if a cop. Even worse than that? It to just worse. add a little bit it gets more. Worse. A little bit a little bit worse than that is seeing them on a company vehicle. <sighs> that, that means that that person is taking the piss. There's no way the company gave them that vehicle to teach their dumb-looking kid how to drive. Do you ever see certain vehicles and they have the old plates up on them, and they are far superior vehicles for someone driving? <laughs> you know, like you know, think of the cars that we drove. 85, our, 85 Honda our, Civic, our Hondas, yeah, you know, that we learned to drive in. Yeah, and you will see some like fucking like literally like a, an army tank with like the cannon not and, every, and everything. <laughs> no, that's a lie. With old plates on, and like you should not be learning to drive in like a fucking tank. The one that the one that I like, like. It's like a like like an army like unimog, <laughs> like a fucking unimog, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Um, never seen that, but it's like someone like I hear your point. But yeah, they why are you learning to drive in that sort of vehicle? I thought you were gonna say like um, it was just beyond their means. Like they're using Daddy's Maserati. Is no. That- this is uh, this is, yeah, this is more like a vehicle that doesn't seem like it seems like you should be driving. A, it's a, not a the, little, not the sort of vehicle like you learn to drive in. A little teeny weeny Honda Concerto, Concerto or Civic, <laughs> or Civic. Yeah, yeah, I could see that one that they clearly they drive enough that this isn't going to help them. No, <laughs> <laughs> if it's a Unimog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be happening. Like you shouldn't no. be driving a tank Unimog. Yeah. like any sort of like ATV type thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Like those Hagland things they drive on the Antarctic ice or something like that. Don't learn to drive in a Hagland. One one thing um, springs to mind. What are your thoughts on? Um, you got to learn a driver. Yeah, they've got a they've got a fully licensed driver in the passenger seat who's supposedly meant to be um, supervising them. What are your thoughts on if? And obviously, it shouldn't happen in an ideal world, but it does happen. If that supervisor gets drunk oh, at yeah, a party. I thought you were going to say this. Yep. Is the learner driver allowed to drive them home? No, they're not. No, not to the law. Is that your thoughts as well? Or do you think that's better than the drunk guy trying to drive? Well, I think, or... it's, I think it's, anything's better than a drunk guy driving. <laughs> Anything? <laughs> well, a lot of things Go are better on. than someone drunk driving. Like yeah, yeah. Total, Obviously, totally that's the bad option. It's a really bad option. Yeah. But, I mean, learner drivers should be driving the supervisor's function is to be cognizant of the fact that this person doesn't know how to they're drive just a little yet. bit over the limit because <laughs> the thing with that is but when you like think that, about like, it the like, limit so is there for your cognitive ability to yeah. drive it's not your cognitive cognitive ability to make judgments but if after you're like passed fact. out and you're the <laughs> i'm not saying seat. that yeah i mean passed out in the passenger seat obviously i disagree <laughs> with but he's passed out and i'm not even saying i agree that it's the it's uh it should be okay but i think it's a an interesting one because they're no longer actually in control of the vehicle what they what like they're not going to be able to stop it if um you know someone pulls out in an intersection what they would then be able to do is say after the fact you shouldn't have pulled out in the intersection i think that the supervisor's there to assist the learner driver and if their reaction times are slowed or that they're not at peak performance then but they that may supervisor's not, not reacting quickly to anything yeah, are they, they? they they're not dr- grabbing the wheel they could be they shouldn't be <laughs> do you know what i mean like the the like and have you you've been you've been my supervisor i have been yeah, yeah. but and, i was and never if drunk I when the... i was but i was never drunk <laughs> no but well i mean we did some dodgy shit <laughs> <laughs> not like that <laughs> But the but, thing is, if I had uh, pulled out too quickly in an intersection, 
you're there to prevent that happening but you're not actually able to prevent it you're only there to tell me what i did wrong later something like you pulled out too quick yeah so so don't <laughs> never pull out too quick yeah and you're like well, that's why i wasn't a father till i was in my 30s but um but but i still i still think that i i would i would be expected to be but okay. you're not going to prevent that situation <laughs> you're not i guess i guess i'm not going to prevent the situation but I, I would probably be aware of what's going on I'd be like oh whoa, whoa 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 you know that whole whoa 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 okay yeah. like, whoa 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 but if that. i'm a bit pissed i'd be like huh <laughs> 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 or if i'm passed out you know you might no, nothing you know I'm, but what but what about just over the limit do you think you'd still be too slow well that's the law you, no i realize if you're just over the limit you can't do it no no that's the law for driving it is the law for for supervising as well but it's the same rule what i'm saying is you driving that car yeah means that you are in control of the steering wheel the brake the everything someone else has taken that part on board which means that maybe that limit should be relaxed slightly because you get like an extra 25 percent leeway yeah exactly yeah. that because you're, not, you're anyway. not going to drift over the center line you you know we can rule that out you're not going to go through an intersection you shouldn't because we can rule that out that's now on the learner driver's shoulders like do you think they might egg them on if you're a bit pissed you might be a bit more confident you might be egging them on <laughs> like to be honest i remember but that's, i remember no. learning to drive having my dad and my uncle in the car yeah and they were, were terrible they so, no they weren't <laughs> well maybe they were <laughs> but they were egging me on and i drove way too fast i think they weren't pissed but i think because the two of them are such bad you know they egg each other on so they much they were worse than us they were, they were worse than, yeah because i would just like they i was driving way too fast yeah. that's when i had poirot the first time i drove poirot and yeah. i drove it around like a tight bend at like nearly 80k and nearly rolled the thing but there was their influence on me doing it they were egging me on to go faster <laughs> and faster and faster i guess what i'm saying is you're no longer in charge of the the split second decisions. Someone of cognitive sound and sound mind and body is doing that part. So should you really have the same drink driving limit considering you're no longer driving? So if you were, so you're a learner driver, right? And you yeah. get pulled, and so you go through a breath testing yeah. thing. They breathalyze the passenger as well. If do they, they? Yeah, they do, and they're held to the same limit. Really? Yeah. So if I'm pissed yep. and you're the learner driver, yep. then do I get a conviction for that? Or? Um, you get it's just just exactly the same as if you were drink driving. I think really, yeah, yep. That's the thing for me, right? Like the limit is obviously. Weird. Let's say the limit is you know 0.5. What if you're 0.51? You're I would I would guess that you're a no more or less. You're in no more danger by being 0.51 in the passenger seat while supervising a learner driver. I mean, you're not touching the wheel, are you? No, you're not. You're not. And and if and and I would have thought that the um, the reason why the alcohol limit exists is for reactions, reactionary yeah. stuff, and judgment calls, obviously, at a certain point. But um, you've still got the time to process judgment. You just don't have the reaction time and the cognitive function, which you no longer need because someone else is driving anyway. To be honest, thinking about having learner drivers on the road in the first place is actually quite dodgy. Like, yeah, it kind of is, right? It really is. Like, these yeah. people have no idea what they're fucking doing on yeah. the road. <laughs> yeah, they really shouldn't be Literally there. could have never sat in a car before yeah. in, the, in the driver's seat. And, and, they're, in and, and they're fine because they've written the right answer on what they would do if yep. they were in a car and it it's did something a piece of paper yeah it's literally a scratch test like one of those lottery cards yeah. right well i think the first time i drove a car was like dad was like i think and you, you you'd had more experience than i would have had but yeah because i had rural lifestyle yeah. so whereas like dad pulled the car over to like a, a rural spot I was like all right get in i'm like where were you um so usually people are in a like a big car park no this was a rural area okay like a rural road he's like all right there you go i'm like they can be hit and miss because um rural people drive really fast but there's fewer of them yeah so it's like if you encounter them they ain't sticking to no road rules anyway no. anyway he didn't tell me what to do <laughs> and then he's like yeah, you did a big burnout when you first drove uh, your car i'm like what do yeah, you know thanks. what to do you never told me my first thing. time in a uh, manual i i just could not understand what a clutch did yeah and so every time I'd go to get out of the car, like to swap drivers or whatever, the thing would just bunny hop and like yeah. leave and then stall. And 
people would be furious. What I did in the end was just I, I researched online how a clutch works. Yeah, because people who use them their whole life can't tell you properly, yeah. right? And I think I, and I've, I've told, I've helped several people who've learned to drive how to drive the clutch. And it wasn't until like my mum actually helped as well, mm. when she was like, I've got to tell you how to do this. Ugh, got involved, didn't tell my dad. And I was like, oh, I can know what I'm doing now. Because yeah. I was so angry and pissed off at myself, but yeah. mum actually was a much better driver, <laughs> driving instructor than my father was. I um, what I what happened with me was I got a motorbike that was a manual, and it was my own motorbike, and I figured it out in my own time, and then I was like, oh, that's what a clutch does, yeah. and then instantly can drive a clutch. Yeah, and then you were like, um, you use that motorbike skills to teach you how to motorboat. <laughs> and that's why you were a famed motorboater from like your fifteenth birthday till around seventeen, eighteen. Is that when? And on that note, we'll call that another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. Join us next week. Uh, toodaloo.